Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Caregiving Secrets podcast today. I'm on a different device today. Thought I'd switch it up a little bit. And wanted to um, talk to you about something that may be a little provocative for some people, but it is something true that you have to think about when you are taking care of your loved one. It is a personal decision. And um, I want you to remember that it is a personal decision and it's something that you need to decide for yourself along with if you have other family members, your other family members or, or, or close friends that have uh, you know, something to do with the loved one that you're caring for. And that is, should you put your loved one that you're dealing with, let's say, especially if it's something like dementia, should you put them in a home or should you keep them at home with you? Now that is a tough decision. And it is uh, one that many caregivers wrestle with all the time. And there are a lot of factors to it. What I wanna try to do is just help you um, think through it a little bit, give you some, uh, some, not ideas about whether you should or shouldn't, but some of the things that you may want to think about. This is the process that I went through when I was deciding what to do. Uh, first step, number one, I would not start with asking other people because everyone has their own opinion on that and that is your loved one and you know your loved one. And I'm not saying that at some point you can't get some, um, some help and, and uh, guidance from others. But first, I would suggest you think through it yourself or with whoever else is responsible for your loved one. So that's number one. So the decision is yours. Don't be uh, forced, feel forced to do or bully into doing something uh, by someone else that has nothing to do with your loved one, right? So that's uh, number one. Number two, one of the things that I did that really helped me is I started thinking, okay, would my loved one do well in a facility? And you have to consider all kinds of things with that. When you when you think about whether your loved one would do well in the facility, think about um, first of all go visit some facilities, right? See how they're set up. That's what I did, and then uh, see what else is going on in the facility because sometimes it's not just um, dementia care. Sometimes they have, you know, other things going on in the facility. Uh, for me, seeing that and knowing my loved one. I knew at that point that my loved one would not do well in a facility and I visited several facilities to kind of get an idea of that. So that's number two. So you want to uh, you know, visit some facilities and then think about would your loved one do well there. Number three, think about whether the facility that you may have been thinking about taking your loved one to is going to do a better job than you're going to do. Now, of course, they're not going to do the same job because they don't love your loved one like you do. But is the quality going to be up to the same quality that uh, you would give at home? So I considered that. I thought about and looked at some of the things that they do at the facility, and I saw whether I could duplicate those things or do better. And for me, I was able to duplicate or do better. Uh, another thing you want to think about 
is where will decision making lie when you put your loved one in the facility, a facility? Will decision making still stay with you or will the decision making be given to the facility? That's very important. We saw that with, uh, with COVID. With COVID, what can happen is your loved one may, uh, depending on the rules that come up, may be confined to the facility and you may not, and I'm not laughing, you know, because it's funny, but just because it's, it's so odd, uh, your loved one may be confined to the facility and you may not be able to see them. Now that can be a horrible thing. So I thought about that way ahead of time, even before COVID. I said, who's going to be making the decisions about what happens with my loved one? Will the decision-making really still stay with me? Hey, I'm glad to see, uh, yes, Connie, decision-making is extremely important. Thank you for commenting that. Um, and thank you, Janice, for watching. That's my cousin, Janice. So will the um, facility, uh, will the decision-making stay with you? Or where is the decision-making going, going to be had no, or going to be made? That was real important to me because I did not want to lose the ability to decide uh, what was going to happen to my loved one. So that's another thing that you want to think about. The next thing you're going to want to think about is, is it going to be better for you if the loved one is in a facility or if the loved one is um, with you? Okay. So what I mean by that, think about it emotionally. Is it going to be emotionally difficult for you to have the love person, love, your loved one in a facility? You know, too emotional for you to overcome it. And of course, you have to think about a lot of things can be overcome with time. But think about that, you know, factor that in. And also, physically, is it uh, physically going to be better with your loved one there? If your loved one requires a lot of physical work and you um, are not in the position health-wise to do it, then that's something that you have to take into consideration. The next thing, of course, you have to take into consideration is money, right? Can you financially afford to put your loved one in the facility? And if, if you can't, the facility of your choice, and if you can't, uh, are there programs that can help you put your loved one in a facility? Or is it just less expensive and more financially viable for you to keep your loved one at home with you and get aid that way? You have to think about that as well. Yes, Connie says, uh, it's difficult not being able to see your loved ones. She had a coworker uh, that hadn't seen her mom in eight months. And yes, and it, it is hard to experience things like that. So thank you, Connie, for that, um, for that comment. So that's, it's extremely important to think about that as well. So those are some of the things that I thought about when um, I was, uh, you know, considering that. And listen, you have to revisit that decision over and over again. You know, I looked at it at the very beginning. I look at it at different times to see, you know, how things are going. And look, at the, the bottom line is what is best for your loved one and what is best for you, right? I always said that if it comes to the point where I know I'm not taking good quality care of my loved one, then that's one of the, the triggers for me if I had to do something like that. Uh, 
but you can always keep in mind too that just because you're not able to do uh, what you would like to do at first, you can get training as well. So don't just jump to, okay, I can't do it anymore. I'm gonna put my loved one in a facility. You know, thank you for the thumbs up and the hearts. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna put my loved one in. The, I'm not gonna put my loved one in the facility just because I don't think I can do. Uh, you know, I don't have the skills. You, a lot of the skills you can develop, you can learn. So keep that in mind too as you're weighing things out. Well, that is the podcast for today. It's very short today, but I wanted to bring that up because it's a real important thing, and we will discuss it another time. But I hope that that gives you guys some insight and something to think about, some food for thought. Of course, this has not been all, you know, comprehensive. Just giving you some of my thoughts and some of of my experience dealing with my loved one and making that decision. Reggie Regulus here with Caregiving Secrets. I hope that this was uh, helpful to you. Thank you for all of you guys that were watching. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you for the comments. Uh, That means all the world to me that you're commenting. So thank you very much. Have an outstanding day.